whenever you're ready. seen you in probably about two months where have you been buddy oh juicy d i've missed you um it's 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 really nice to see you i'm happy to be uh to be back and spry and feeling good after my uh my break so i just want to tell you you know i missed you i'm happy to get back to work promoting music in the local scene i love it i absolutely love it and you look good it looks Thanks, like man. you've just been resting well like i pre-tanned i pre-tanned before i left and i got a base down and uh i feel you know i'm not quite trump but i'm not you know where have you been man well, I took uh, you know I took summer I took my summer vacation. I wanted to get some rays. I wanted to, to relax a little bit, but I'm you know as I said before, I'm, I'm I'm happy to be here. You know, every every once in a while you need a breather, so I took my uh, my my usual annual summer trip. Huh? Isn't it a little early for a summer trip, Leo? Well, you know I you know I just uh, okay. All right, all right. I'm sorry, man. I don't know if you want to edit this out or or what, but you know I've, I've had this conversation. I didn't want to say this to you. Because I didn't want to get worked up, and I didn't want you to ask me this question, because uh, I've had to say it like four times, but um, I don't think of summer vacation as, you know, I think of it as a state of mind, you know, and and I've already gotten shit from the manager, he called me relentlessly, I'm getting, I'm, I was, you know, it kind of ruined my vacation. I can take summer vacation any month I want, you know, to, to sit there and say that, you know, this isn't very professional if you take summer vacation from January to end of March... Fuck you, Marty. I know you're listening to this, general manager. Okay, you know I know this is kind of a new job for me, but I'm not a monthist. All right, you know I don't I don't think of June and July as those are the worst times to travel. You know, best time to go February. Get your JetBlue discount package. I rock the Sandals Resorts. There's no better food and no better. I, I you know they're not paying me to do this, but this is pure customer review. I put this on Google. I put this on Yelp. Any you know. I could talk about that another time, but it's just I can't I can't talk about how good their all inclusive package is. Let's uh, let's let's skip let's skip this because yeah, I'm I'm about to break. So uh, yeah, let's uh, hold on. I need my chi. Okay. There you all go. Right. You can have some of mine. Good. All right. Where yeah, have you been? It's been a while. Um, you know how you know how like a lot of people uh, follow fish around. You know a lot of people follow like Mo and there's those bands. They kind of come around and people follow around. Sure, yeah. You know, um, got really big into the Wallflowers this summer. Uh, and they're just super underrated band, you know. Uh, just got real into them. I, I myself was a flower master. And uh, I just, you know, I got to know the guys. You know, I got to know the, the feeling of the crowd. And uh, I do apologize for just kind of disappearing there. Um, you know, there's a lot of drama around that. Missing persons report. But I was with uh, Jacob Dylan pretty much eighty percent of the time, so uh, yeah, should have let you know. I apologize for that. Yeah, man, we've uh, been trying to get a hold of you for about two months and no response. Yeah, wallflowers. We literally thought you died. 
Wallflowers. But yeah, yeah I now understand. I now understand. I'm glad you brought that up, though, because tonight's episode is about music. Oh, you know? wonderful. Do you have yeah. any wallflowers in there? I, uh, no. Tonight uh, we actually have Kip the Whip Furman. Oh, what? Yes. Kip? Yep. Oh, yep. Kip's yep. A, yes, for those of you who aren't familiar with Kip, he's a professional whip player. Um, really mastered the art of uh, not just playing the whip, but performing it live. Yes. So, Something so stay unheard tuned of. for that gem. I mean, I'm sure you are all aware that there's whip music in you know, tons of music. You know, hyper aware of that, Ryan Smith. He, Ryan he, he actually, Smith? He actually texted me that a few times. Uh, Dude, he's going to be so happy to see your mug. I'm going to say that. So speaking of Ryan Smith, where is, where is that? So- Fucking Ryan is on the streets tonight. He is exploring the music avenues. Ins and outs, nice. lefts and rights. Cool. Nice, nice. I know he's been begging to do a, a field position uh, for, for quite some time. Yeah, and I think um, he would be a natural, honestly. He's got a good sense of smell. He has five digits on both hands. I mean, he's fully equipped. Yeah, he's yeah he's got the job, if the job means hands and fingers. But yeah, yeah he, uh, he's got that, man. Well, let's get focused on, on brass tacks and get down to the to the donkey's uncle here. Yes, and, yes. Uh, and, and, and do what we want to do, which is to focus on local music in a variety of ways. And we'll get there, Leo. Don't you worry. Good, good. We have, uh, we've got reviews for you. Uh, we've got live shows coming up, um, various news here and there. We're going to have some local highlights, but we want to really promote local music here. But first, we're going to cut to our man on the streets, Ryan Smith. How you doing, Ryan? Thank you, Don and Marv. So today it's Ryan Hits the Streets where I visited a magic show over on Dodge. The gentleman, his name was Simon McDowell and he was pretty fantastic if I do say so myself. I'm not quite sure what I saw but I liked it. I give it 19 out of 24. It is a recommended situation for anybody. Now this Simon, he had these pants that they grabbed you. They reached out, grabbed you, pulled you right in, and you couldn't escape. And his eyes said it all. It was this magnificent blend of I understand you, but at the same time we're too compatible. I just couldn't couldn't get past any of it. Now, I know that his hands, they disappeared from his body and what i saw i couldn't believe it was like it was like heaven written on a postcard sent to you four years in the future now i will see him again many many times many times i am i'm gonna i'm gonna finance this man and the world will understand simon simon says Come and see him, and I already have, and it was, it was tough, it was an experience in itself, it, it felt, it felt purely orgasmic, if I can say that on this newscast, it was, it, it showered down from the tower, and I just basked in it, I basked in its glory, its magnificence, and its beauty, Simon, Oh, Simon, on your pale mare, you rode. You rode right into my heart. Back to you, Jim and George. You know, son of a bitch, gust of wind, went right through. Grabbed the set list. Okay, 
see moving object, I'm gonna whip it. So see this paper shoot up, whom back. Unfortunately, small child in front of the crowd, behind the piece of paper, laceration to the pupil. You know, paid paid for it both uh, you know emotionally and literally, you know financially. Um, but you know, proud to say that that uh, that child is a bag boy uh, in in his, his country where he's from. Um, so you know, who knows what he would have done otherwise. We are here in the studio with Kip the Whip Furman, legendary whippist. You know him from Devo, Super Tramp, Blue Oyster Cult. Huey Lewis in the news, and the list goes on. Oh, thank you, thank you. You know, it's, it is uh, a fucking pleasure, man. And, uh, been pretty good to me, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. You, I uh, know, you got your various emails for for the years, you know. So, figured I might as well see what you're all about. So everyone knows that you were the pioneer of this live whipping sensation. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know about pioneer, but uh, you know, I did my part in the uh, in the movement, you know. So it's it was a you know, a lot of wild and crazy times. Uh, tell second us, only to tell Woodstock us, for tell me, us, please. No, well, you know, I don't know. I talk a lot about it in my book. Uh, you know, watch out, my whips are coming uh, by Kip the Whip. But uh, you know, I don't want to go too into it for 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 you know for that. Uh, not to shamelessly plug, but. Um, it, was a, it was just a good time. No, you know, we so. encourage plugs Thanks, on this man. show, Thank Kip, right. and it actually energizes us. I encourage it. Let's keep on going. What else is new with you, Kip? Well, Kipper, thank you if for. I could. <laughs> well, maybe not, but uh, <laughs> thanks for asking because uh, you know right now I'm just working on my uh, my solo stuff. You know, so after working with a lot of bands and studios and, and getting off the road um i had my a couple of my little own little whiplets you know back at home i had to take care of teach them how to whip um i got back in the game and uh just been a little more uh you know a little more experimental uh right now actually a couple months ago i did a couple jobs with a polka band um whip combo was good uh Except one night there's a Holocaust survivor. Uh, don't know what kind of weird PTSD it gave him, but that was uh, that was the end of polka. Um, after that, I did a little bit, a uh, little prog rock. Um, you know, I did one thing, guy with uh, he just whistled, and I whipped. Um, I guess that was you know we kind of learned our lesson of you know you got a part of a project that you can't base band around whip or whistling though they're both great in songs um you know i don't you, you meet interesting people throughout the throughout the years you play you know interesting things you know there's a whole uh, assembly of us you know but you know i mean there's a long history back to the washboard I mean, so days you know kip i guess what is your favorite moment in this whole career this whole expansive musical journey that you've been on with the whip well, a lot, what is of, your favorite a lot of people, I'm best known for uh, my work in Devo. You might know me from Devo. Um, whip it, everyone. Whip it. You know that whip and whip it? That's Kip. That is, yep, that is. Um, a lot of people don't know that song actually wasn't originally called Whip It. It was Strawberries and Crame. Uh, don't know what Crame, I think, you know, maybe they had an argument How would about you spell that? Crame. Uh, K-R- a E M, like a Latin spelling, crime, crime. Um, but yeah, that was a uh, that was uh, that was a crazy. That's time. unexpected. Yeah. I want to hear sex. I want to hear drugs. I want to hear rock and roll. Give me that. 
What are you in your mom's room? <laughs> no, but you know, again, the book really tells it all. Um, the uh, the Devo days were nuts. Um, you know, a lot of good times with them. That's when I really started to to get um, into a softer form of whipping. Before I was real into power whipping. Uh, but then for them, I did a real soft approach, and uh, from there it took off. Like, you know? like what project? What project? Well, What's the softer. Um, I'd say maybe you know, red and the black, uh, red and the black. That one, oh, uh, blue oyster cold. Absolutely. Um, it's a, it's actually a fascinating story. If you listen to that and you're looking out for me, you got to pay attention because. Um, they were in the studio, they're all on, uh, well, I don't want to say all on, but a few choice members who I won't, won't name were the, he was on peyote, and we were just having some, some pasta, pasta and peyote Tuesday, and we're hanging out, and, uh, and that's, you know, it just kind of came from there. Um, he said, I'm really missing a crescendo, and, uh. Somebody just had a clip of me whipping, whipping away, and uh, they called me up. You know, at the time, I was a lunch man um, at a school, and I get a call on uh, through the PA system. Awkwardly, I had to go into the vice principal's office while he was there, and I took the call. Um, and then I walked out, put my broom down, and said, shove it. And uh, from then on, you know, I was, I was rocking 10 months later with Huey, Huey Lewis, uh, hard rock and roll, uh, but I think it's still beating. He calls me up from time to time. I've actually done a couple shows with him, so he's just uh, been a real kind soul, you know. To, to, he he's really what got me back, back into the rock world after the, the you know the Devo incident. Kip, I'm gonna stop you right there. Right now is the perfect opportunity. Our friend Leo in the booth put together a compilation of your greatest whipping moments. I think he grabbed some uh, some Blue Oyster Cult, Super Tramp, Huey Lewis in the News, probably some MJ. Let's let's check it out. lovely but we're gonna go back to ryan smith he's now in the air ryan smith thank you don and jim this is ryan smith from the air i was kicked out of the nursing home so i cannot finish the rest of simon's performance but i'll tell you what it was something to behold so now i am taking it live from the air if i can see correctly there's something in his hand and now it's gone! I don't know what else to tell you guys, but this is Ryan Smith in the air with Simon the Magician, and I can tell you that he is rocking my socks from up here. There's so much I can see from this view. It's almost ruined, but at the same time, it is more magical than you could imagine. It's like the time I once saw 
the light come through the trees at the park. It was it was something magnificent. I was about four years old, and I remember it like it was yesterday. Now Simon is raising his hands into the air as he flutters, eyebrows glistening from what I can tell. There's some sort of water involved. Now it's spraying into the air. It's coming through the skylight. I don't know how he's doing this. It's spraying, it's squirting, it's, it's, it's something else. Everybody, all the neighbors have come outside. They're witnessing this event. It's an eruption. Don, it's an eruption. I can't, uh, we're, we're evasive maneuvering is what News 4 is telling me. That's what we could rent. It is action maneuvers away from this geyser. Oh my god, is that an old person? Oh no, no, I am mistaken. They are all safely on the ground. Back to you, Kim. <laughs> Somebody doesn't set out, you know, to follow that. It's something that happens to you. So what happened to me was, uh, had, you know, classic rock and roll lifestyle, you know, living it and, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, baby, and, uh, had some debris caught in a bad place. So don't know who it's from, um, but they gave it to me when, uh, never actually saw the object. It dissolved, but I had some lodging. And uh, had to go to the doctor the next day, and uh, they said, you know, we're going to have to do an operation on you if you want to be outpatient, we can, you know, whatever, if you want to crash in the hospital, it's fine. Um, but I said, no, 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 you know, we can take care of this today. You know, I said, what do you mean, Mr. Furman? And reached into my bag, took my handy, uh, my best friend, grabbed my whip, held it a couple inches from me, just toward the end of it, and boom. You know, it was uh, the most precise I've ever been. What did you do in high school, middle school, like in terms of extracurricular activity? Extracurricular activity? Um, well, I uh, I was a wrestler, man. You know, I really liked to wrestle. You know, there's a, a while in my life that, uh, you know, drank a lot of coffee, did a lot of cocaine. And that was from like maybe... 14 to, like, 47. Yeah, a little while there, and, uh, yeah, that's where it started. So, little did they know, my opponents were going against a red-eyed madman. That's what they called me later on. Not making the connection that I was high on cocaine. And uh, I went to uh, to States that year. Lost. Um, actually, testicular torsion was the uh, official calling, um, which unfortunately was uncovered uh, pretty publicly. But, uh, you know, it was a good good tournament all around. So, Kip, I've been meaning to ask you, I know you ran into MJ, and you ended up making a song together. People know it as Bad by Michael Jackson. We did, we did. Some tell me it is bad, you know. Um, some tell me it's it's their uh, their wedding song, you know. But uh, but either way, that was quite the experience, you know. Me and, uh, me and MJ, he was... Uh, He's a little, a uh, little more mulatto at the time, but, uh, but you know, we hung out and uh, he was a good dude. He is known as an artist to sing melodies that he wants people 
to play for him. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why he hires oh, yeah, you. You know, he yeah, has something in mind. Yep, yep. How did he approach you with what he had in mind? He was, you know, just real methodical. We'd go to the the drummer and be, you know, like I want to boom, chuck, 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 boom, 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 and he would do that. You know, bass, bass, and you know, boom, 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 and then he'd come to me and he would say, right when I go, wow, I want you just to whip right in there, power whip. I had to do it as hard as I could, and we had to really sink our woos with our whips. And we spent just like an afternoon outside at the ranch, just uh, just sinking our woos and our whips. But uh, you know, other than that, you know, it, it was it was tough work. It was tough work. But uh, there's a lot of hidden whip in MJ. You don't realize that. But every time he he yells, or uh, there's kind of some funky bass. Sometimes we'll be doing some light feathering, is what I call it. It's a whip technique, where it's kind of you kind of hear it swooshing around in the back, like a clan of birds. But, yeah, you know, it was, it was overall a, a, a great uh, experience, except for, you know, he, he was just uh, a little little against my, my methods for, for how I actually play. Uh, but, but the music was great. You know? MJ, he's a, he's a visionary, you know. Uh, when, he, when he hears something the way that he wants to have it recorded, he knows that. And he got real into, uh, into synth, you know, became a huge uh, Cinderella fan for a small time and... Uh, a little bit of Bon Jovi BJ, as I call him. Surprised it didn't uh, really catch on, you know. But um, I really got in the whole synth thing. And, and when he came up to me and he said, you know, I'm doing the drums synth. I'm doing the bass synth. I wanted to do the whip synth, but, you know, you're a buddy of mine and I didn't want to cut you out. And you have uh, an impeccable timing with it. So I want to keep the timing, but I want to change the sound. So what we're going to do is I'm going to have you hit this key right here on the keyboard Hit that, and that is the sound of a whip. We're going to use that, but it's still going to be you doing it. And I looked at him, and I was like, you know, I guess the, the only uh, question I have, uh, you know, with, with doing this is uh, how fast can you go fuck yourself? And I walked out. And I flipped him the bird, and I uh, went was in. Was that my, the end of you guys? No. No, you know, uh, a lot of people think, you know, <coughs> we had the, uh, kind of met in the middle there, and, and that you're hearing uh, the recorded whip of mine. Um, you are hearing my whip. What you're hearing is my whip hit that fucking key because it was just a standard recorded whip noise right out of the can on the keyboard. But I stood back, you know, maybe 20 feet, 3 feet elevated and let her rain down. And I could peg that key with my eyes closed. Um, what you're hearing is the noise of my whip hit the key that then plays the whip. And that's how we compromise, you know. I'll, I'll do what you want, but you're going to hear the crack. The crack of dawn, as I call it. Um, you're going to hear that at the end of the day. Amazing. I can only imagine the difficulty of that task, trying to whip a specific key from, what, 20 feet, 3 feet elevated away? What keys surrounded that key? What if you made a mistake? Well, that's a good question. You know, it's chock full of uh, you know sound effects. You know, when you have a whip on a keyboard... You're playing through a set of sounds that's not a normal note, so you have you know all sorts of noises on there, you know. But my specific one, I'm glad you asked. I ran into it a bunch, um, you know. To the left of it, I'll never forget. It was a bird, like a parakeet, you know, just an awful noise. Uh, my mother had one of those, and uh, she claimed I whipped it. I've never admitted to that. But the key to the right um, was actually the sound of someone biting into a sandwich. It's like low a and slow. A chomp. More of like a squishing, but... 
Ugh. You know, low, low, and yeah, like a tuna sandwich. Then, yeah, they did a lot of kids' cartoons in the studio I was in, so uh, so they had a lot of weird stuff. But it was just a slow bite. Maybe if I were to guess, like a pot roast sandwich. Um, but you know, like a hot day. If that so, in sense. other words, if you were to miss that key for the whip, you would have had a catastrophe. Oh, it, oh, there was one weird take. You know, it's like I'm bad, I'm bad. You know it. And it was just sandwich. And I've never seen an angrier look in anyone's face at all. You know, uh, the parakeet got a weird look, but the sandwich just really ruined it. Okay. Oh. Yeah, who is this man? Oh, my uh, God. Ryan I, Smith. I'm, I'm going to stop you right shit. there. Oh. I'm going to stop you right there, brother, because I know right now, okay? I know right now that you're at my 5 o'clock, and that means you're directly <laughs> behind me. You already got the lights dim, but I'm going to tell you now that I know you're there. Because you don't go 30 years being a whipmaster without knowing your surroundings, okay? That's one thing I've never been guilty of is a backwards whip. Oh, oh man, that was a haul. Ran here all the way from Dodge just to gaze upon Mr. Furman. So, Mr. Furman, what did you think of that magic show? Dude, I don't know, man. I mean, if, if you find out, you know, how they do the trick, it's all kind of spoiled, you know? I mean, they can't do something. I can, I can improv whip. You know, if you lay down a beat for me, I'll whip. I'll whip to the to the crows scream and the bloody moon. But beyond that, you know, you can't have a magician just say do your thing, man. They got that shit all planned out. You can watch, you know, those those Copperfield videos and find out what he's doing. I think magic's kind of so, bullshit. You know? Sorry, you're tell you're telling me that magic is not an art form. It's magic is bullshit. It, it, I'll agree, it's a performance, but Kip. Like, I'm sorry, I was there, I saw it. It was something out of this realm, and for you to not realize it as an art form... You know, it's is someone performing something, yes, does that make it art? No. You know, it's like, like porno, you know, watching two people fuck. They're just rubbing gents, you know? But, but beyond that, they're not making art. They're just screaming and squeaking and squeezing and, and squealing, you know? Kip, so you're telling me that in no way, shape, or form is magic an art form? No, it's you know that I per I personally I personally think that is one. It's you know as much as I love whipping, I think that magic is so much more. And oh fuck you, dude! You're gonna tell me that somebody pulling a goddamn beaver out of a suitcase is more talent than me really slamming it behind them, dude? Those guys plan out all their shit. They don't get anything thrown at them. When MJ says, when I scream and I gyrate a bit, right at the peak of my gyration, I want your whip to crack. You have to time that, man. You can't do that with no rabbit out of a hat. Fuck you, Cap. Quite frankly, fuck you. You've been, you've been here and I've, I've... Fuck I'm on nine number one albums. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm on ten number twos. And I'm I, on fifteen number five albums. Do not give me that. The whip is nothing, Kip, compared to magic. Magic transcends imagination. It transcends possibility. Kip, I do. I've done more of the whip than you can ever imagine. Kip, dude. put that down. I created. Put I, no, that down. No, Kip. motherfucker. I've got my whip next to me. I got my whip hand. You're getting me all worked up. I created uh, the been, game whip. You've been doing nothing. I created the game whip. You've been doing. Put it down, Kip. Kip, no, dude. Put it down. No. No. Kip, you're gonna.
Let me the end of this, you son of a bitch. Put it down. Put me to some bunny pulling motherfucker. Put it down. Put me to some bunny pulling. Magic boy. Shut your pie hole for Whip it off. Have you ever had ingrown toenail? Do not. Ingrown. I have, and I whipped it off. Can you make your toenail disappear with magic, you little freak? No, I can whip it off. You can't take shit off with magic. Fuck you. Fuck you, Kip. Fuck you. Well, that escalated quickly. I'm glad our security guards are paid in full and they're equipped and armed. Yeah, that whip. That whip moves quick. I was scared from in here, guys. That was intense, even back in the booth. Yo, Leo, yeah, you're behind bulletproof glass. How did you feel? It's not whipproof, man. It's just bulletproof. He's some scary, scary guy. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, How about yeah. you, Ryan? I, I thought it was... I mean... I may underestimate the whip, but I do not think that it couldn't hurt me, so. Well, it's time to wrap things up. Thank you for tuning in to Defapping It with Leo and Ryan Smith. We will have another crazy edition in the future for you.